For the last several weeks, we have been uh, reading from the Gospel of Mark and specifically from chapter 6 of Mark. And I have a feeling maybe you've noticed it, but let me say it for you. But when it comes to Jesus, he doesn't do things the way that you expect. As the chapter opened up, we heard about how Jesus was preaching and teaching, but he wasn't like any other teacher. He preached with power. He brought about change in lives. He healed people. And yet, even in the midst of being such a great and a powerful, effective preacher and servant of God, when he went to his own ta- home, hometown, it says how he did not even receive honor there. And then we read about how uh, he sends out the twelve And what I hope that you noticed in that is that with Jesus, it's not all about him. It's about the mission. It's about the work. And so Jesus is equipping. Jesus is teaching. Jesus was relinquishing the ministry and giving it away to the people, to the disciples. And then today, we read how he performs the miracle of the feeding of 5,000. There's no doubt as you are reading through this chapter of the Gospel of Mark, you hear and you recognize that when it comes to Jesus, he doesn't do things the way that you expect. Well, today's encounter between Jesus and his disciple really hits that theme home, that with Jesus things aren't as you would expect. Jesus had sent off his 12 to go and to preach and to teach and to heal. And the disciples come back, and the text says in verse 30, is when they came back, they reported all they had done and taught. The reality is, is they were amazed that God would give them that that power and that privilege to, to go and to serve him and to be such vessels, but they came back. And Jesus knew what it was like. They were tired. And he says, let's go to a quiet place where we can reflect upon what has happened, what you have been doing, and we can get some rest. But as they go off, the people follow them. And you notice what Jesus does? Again, he's not like us because, you know, he doesn't say, listen, go away. Listen, I need some time. Or My disciples, they need some time. He doesn't get angry with them, but instead the text says he had compassion upon them because it was as if they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And he began teaching them, it says. Now the disciples Well, they're like us. This is all great, but they're tired. And and so they tell Jesus, send them away so they can buy themselves something to eat. And maybe, Lord, we could get a little bit of a, a break or a rest in. I doubt they ever really expected Jesus to say what he did next. I mean... They'd recognize the people's need. They recognized that they were hungry, and they wanted them to, you know, leave and go to the marketplace and be able to take care of themselves and get something to eat. Listen to the big surprise from Jesus. You give them something to eat. Verse 
5,000 men. Then add in the women and the children, but you give them something to eat. What? Come on, Jesus, that would take at least a, a half year's wages just to be able to give each one of them just a, a little bit of a morsel, just something to maybe begin to satisfy their hunger. But Jesus asked them, what do you have? How many loaves do you have? And then he says, go and see. Can you imagine what was going on in their heads? Yet, in Jesus saying, go and see, he is basically telling them, slow down, guys, and assess the resources. Assess what you have before you just react, before you just, you know, make a decision based upon, you know, what's obvious right before you. Let's be honest. Our nature, when facing challenges or unexpected circumstances, is often very quick to respond. We're very hasty. And we look at, you know, the surface and we're like, no, I can't do that. We limit our response or possible solutions to what is obvious or right there in front of us. Or we question our responsibility or our obligation when it comes to the needs of others. We are so often so inwardly focused, so you know, focused on our own needs that we forget our responsibility as living as children of God, living in community as the people of God. We just almost immediately reject any responsibility or obligation there. However, Jesus' way, it's different. He acknowledges what the disciples see is real, hunger, and he tells them, you give them something to eat. You give them something to eat. But the disciples... They kind of keep at it. They, they complain, you know, we can't do that. We can't afford that. But Jesus says, how many loaves do you have? He directs them further. Don't just guess. Don't just assume. Answer based upon what it, don't answer based upon what it just looks like on the surface. Go. See. Assess what you really have. Isn't that life? Isn't that often how we find ourselves, you know, when facing a situation, a need, either our own or that of others? And as we do, we, we you know, often say, you know, I can't deal with this. This is too much. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the gifts. I don't have the resources. I don't have the energy, the knowledge, or whatever it is. It's so easy to come, and we very quickly have already made up our minds before we've really examined both the situation and the resources. By the way, we do it in the church, too. Not just in our lives, 
And over the 11 years of this church um, being in the process of being raised up and coming into existence, I've heard it here a number of times. You know, Pastor, we can't buy land yet. There's not enough of us. Pastor, we can't build yet. You know, we haven't paid off the land yet. Pastor, we can't, you know, um, build and, and, and give to missions beyond our local needs right here because we can't even meet our own budget. Pastor, we can't build an early learning center. We still have a debt on this building. Those are very real examples of conversations that have been had. And yet God says, assess what you have. And that's been part of my role as shepherd is to guide and lead us as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ together that we would slow down. We would examine and understand the situation, the needs more clearly, and then we would pray and we would seek to understand the resources of what God has given us and with those gifts and resources he's given us, how he's uniquely prepared us to do that. A number of you sitting here this morning were here, but it wasn't even four years ago. We moved in here in September 2014, and that fall, we began the conversation about the early learning center. And yeah, right away we were here and say, Pastor, come on, we just moved in here. But the question is, is, you know, was this it? Was it just about coming here into you know, God's house and you know, having a place for us to meet and a place for us to worship, or was it more? Then we brought in a consultant because we had done our research for about a year. We saw the, some 1,700 homes that were in the process of being permitted within about a mile of this church for families with children. We knew the, the needs of the families uh, of those who serve and work in and around the villages. And then the consultant confirmed it. And then we brought it to the congregation with the idea that you know, we would build a modular building for $500,000 that would also cover you know, other startup costs. And the people in that year of uh, 2016 not only approved that, but committed $385,000. Do you know less, less than a year later, we had actually received more, uh, an additional 40% over that pledge? We had $520,000 in the bank. And then when we got the bid on the modular building and found it was much more than we had anticipated, we compared that to a site built. And as we assessed the resources of what God had already done and what we felt he could still do, we decided to build the site built. And as we stand here today, in excess of $882,000 has been received to that ministry. And by the way, the doubters in this congregation, they were right. We uh, didn't have the resources. We couldn't afford what we were laying before us. But it wasn't that way for God. He had the resources. He knew what we could do. It's been that way with Amazing Grace since the beginning. 
Our mission statement is more than uh, just some words. It's on the front of your bulletin every week, but, you know, uh, that we exist to transform lives through Christ for today and eternity. And that today is about us understanding where people are, what the needs are, but then also evaluating who we are and how God has uniquely or wonderfully resourced and equipped this church and us as individuals, and then we respond to that. We've continued over these years to, to talk about, and we will continue to, to talk about how, as the church, the word ecclesia, we are the called out ones. It isn't just about us gathering together, although we need that. We need community. We need you know, encouragement, support, accountability. We need the, the means of grace that we receive in the word and the sacraments. We are called to make disciples of all nations that we might ultimately meet their greatest need. Why, dear friends, what about your lives? When the opportunities uh, occur, do you recoil? Do you kind of withdraw and remove yourself from that situation and try to ignore the need? Do you question? Do you make a quick decision without really assessing the, the resources and the needs? When faced with a situation, we might ask, who am I to help a, a sick neighbor? And yet when we maybe consider some time in our past, we remember how we helped our you know, mother or another loved one when they were sick. We begin to realize how God has equipped us. Or, or who am I to mentor or encourage and help children and youth, and yet you raise great kids. You disciple them, and you have that ability to talk to them and to relate to them. And as you ponder that, you realize, wait a minute, maybe I can have a positive impact and serve in that way. Who am I to teach Sunday school or lead a, a small group or a life group or serve on some ministry team, and yet when you look at your life, you see how whether you've either done that before or there's some parallel of something else you've done, even in your occupation and your life, that would equip you and prepare you for that opportunity to serve and give back to the Lord. You know, I guess it kind of gets down to if you were to go to war with someone, wouldn't you first stop and count the resources you have, the troops you have, and consider the, the needs, or let me correct that, consider the, the resources of those that you're going against? We take time to truly evaluate our resources, and then how do we respond? My dear friends, Jesus opens our eyes to the needs of those around us, and then he calls us to go and to see, to assess the need and how he has called and equipped us. Yes, at times you and I, we fail to respond. We fail to you know, use the, the gifts and the time and the resources he's given us. But hear this. Our God, He is merciful, He is gracious, He is loving, and He is forgiving. 
And he gives us that opportunity today then to repent, to rejoice, to praise him, and then to start again. Assessing the resources. This is what the Lord is teaching us to do today in our lives as those called to be his witnesses. It's what we've done at Amazing Grace, and it's what, by the way, we are going to be even seeking to do more so. And maybe even hearing that maybe surprises you. Yes, there is much more for us to do and lives to touch in the Early Learning Center, but that's not going to be our only ministry. It's a keynote ministry. It's going to be a major part of who we are, but we, as we continue to serve this community and the kingdom of the Lord, we're called to understand the needs and the realities around us. This fall and winter, I'm going to be leading uh, this congregation, leadership and you, the body, through a process of understanding the vision that God has for this church again. And as we get a clear picture of what the future is going to look like, that we together would, you know, figure out what he has uniquely called us to do and resourced us to do. My dear friends, go and see. Assessing the resources that God has given you and then using them for his glory and his purpose that his kingdom may grow. Amen.